and welcome to our podcast, Small Talk with Rich and Lisa. We are your hosts, Rich and Lisa Small, and we're also co-host of a TV series called Negotiators Lux. We're also real estate advisors and investors. I'm a salesman at a Ford dealership. We're grandparents, musicians, cat rescuers, and rehabbers. And rehabbers is the key word here. We've been working on a renovation project going on four years this January. On Facebook, we call it the Dayton House Renovation Project. So check it out and like our page to follow its progress because once it's complete, it's going to be the best Airbnb this side of the Mississippi. So if you have a service or a product to sell, spread the word about our podcast for a free mention. And it's free for now. Yeah, so a little bit about us. We've been married for 30 years, almost 30 years. Almost 30 years. Well, it was just 29. We've been together for 30 years. Yes. And um, okay. We've survived a lot of a lot of setbacks in our marriage, like cancer, back surgery, financial setbacks. And here we are today with you fine people on this podcast. Let me t- tell you a little bit. Just just go into a little bit of detail this time so you get a, a chance to get to know us a little bit better. And I want to talk about my wife for a moment, just to tell you that she kind of mentioned about um, she, there was a car accident many years ago. She had back surgery, and then she suffered from complications from that surgery for years after that. It was on untold amounts of painkillers, and I don't know how many doctor visits we made during that time, but she basically didn't sleep for about five years and neither did I because I was up massaging her and trying to comfort her. And then as a result of all the heavy doses of medication for those many years, um, at least the contributing factor was she ended up getting breast cancer. So that was like a, that was like a double whammy. We dealt with that. But the important thing is like everything that we, we base our lives on, we got through the trials with our faith in God. And we tried to do the best things we possibly could do under the circumstances. And as an example, just to know Lisa a little bit better, she is a relentless researcher. And when she got the cancer, she ended up researching all of the natural, possible natural ways to, uh, to overcome the cancer, even to the point where she uh, learned what would even cause the cancer and in the first place, which would be a weakened immune system. And then we took the proper steps that we thought at the time that was a step in faith because basically everybody was against us. The doctors, our family, nobody understood it. They, they were angry at us. Uh, and they thought they were doing that for our good. But as it turns out, here we are all these years later, Lisa has overcome the cancer. No sign of it whatsoever. We know that her immune system is intact. And we thank God for that, uh, for that victory in our lives and many other victories because as she mentioned also, we had financial setbacks. Can anybody mention the year 2008? Well, we were caught up in that real estate boom back then and we had properties and it really was quite a strain on us as a family, as a couple, but we managed to get through it. And to this day, um, we've overcome those difficulties with God's help and our faith and also with good friends that he surrounded us with. So I'm, I'm very proud of my, my, my partner in life. She is, um, she has a fighting spirit. We have overcome a great deal. Um, and 
She basically will give you the shirt off her back. Uh, if you need help, she's always there to uh, be reached out to, and she'll be glad to share her knowledge with you that she's accumulated over all these years. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, let me see a little bit about Rich. Rich was there for me every step of the way during the cancer, during the back surgery. We weren't even married during the back surgery thing. And I remember they told me they weren't sure if I was going to be able to walk again. And I told him, I don't want to put you in that position. So if you want to walk away, please don't feel obligated. And uh, and he stayed. So um, that was huge. And I didn't expect him to. And with the cancer, he was there every step of the way with me. I did do one treatment of chemo before I stopped all conventional treatment, but it was it was horrible going through all that. But he was right there with me, beside me, giving me shots, making sure I had everything that I needed um, and just being there for me. So he was, uh, you know, he was not only my best friend and husband, but he was also somebody that I needed to, you know, cry on his shoulder. So um, that says a lot about him. And uh, so he had his little bout of atrial fibrillation. And we <laughs> went through a lot with that, too. And um, he's had a couple. What do they call those? Uh, um, ablations. Ablations. And they did some other kind of thing to them and they didn't work. They did for a little bit, but then they didn't. Um, he was on medication. Um, he's still on the medication, but he almost got off of all the medication after starting to take this product that I take called ASEA that we just absolutely love. And his doctor was weaning him off of all the medication. It was working until he got some kind of a rash on his arm, went to one of those, uh, you know, minute clinic things or whatever it was, and they gave him uh, steroids, I think it was, which completely put his AFib back on track. Oh, it was a mess. Yeah. So Benny was on all the medications again, and it's been tough getting him off again. But um, but he has been doing so much better. Um, of course, we changed our diet after the cancer and learned about our bodies. And, you know, we we still cheat once in a while. I have to say that. But overall, I think our health is so much better now than before when we were under the care of all these doctors, at least for me. Um, I was sick all the time. And um, it's just been it's been an unbelievable ride roller coaster ride and I love roller coasters so I guess it's been good for me <laughs> so yeah it's been it's it's been a ride but um we've gotten through a lot and I guess we're going to continue to get through a lot there's always something going on we are just busy all the time it seems and so I just want to mention we've made a lot of great friends along the way. And, and you yeah. know, when you go through your struggles, you do find out who your friends are. We all know that to be true. And um, and even in our our professional life, I'm right now I've been a car salesman for quite a number of years now. 
And um, but I also have my real estate license. So I like to tell people that ask, I'm a pinch hitter off the bench, you know, but Lisa has been the full time agent. She's she's the brains of the outfit when it comes to real estate. She has such an extensive background in it. And uh, we're going to be introducing a good friend of ours mm. um, that uh, we are very proud to call a friend. He's done really terrific for himself. He owns an HVAC company called Quality Comfort, and his name is James Smart. Sure. Well, that I, I was saying he's smart. He is smart. And he has him and his friend Ryan Serrano, who is the uh, other owner, part owner of Quality Comfort, Inc. Um, they have really done a great job with their business and growing their business and the reputation that they have. We have recommended them to our clients, family, friends, and we uh, obviously use them for ourselves. And they're, they're top-notch, high quality, and they're the, the people that we want to do business with and that we want to be able to recommend to anybody that we know. So let's welcome James. Welcome, James. Welcome, James. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. We're so happy to have you on here. Um, and I just want to, I just have to mention this. We know James's uh, family because we sold his grandparents' house. Um, in Fulcroft, and uh, a long time ago, I promised his grandfather, Nick, that I was going to make him some biscottis that I never made, uh. and so Nick called, your grandfather called me not that long ago, and he said, I heard your, your recording of your song on Facebook, and I let Patty Latanzi listen to it, and she said she wants you to come on the show or whatever, so... I still haven't even called Patty to set that up, so I still have to do that. And when I do that and I see your grandfather, I'm going to have the biscottis in hand. And that's just like, that's a promise. But anyway, yeah, so, um, so Jane, let's see. Um, how long have you been, been an HVAC uh, contractor? So I've been in the business for, who? 12-ish years, but uh, me and Ryan, actually I guess it's been more like 14 years now, but uh, me and Ryan have been on our own for coming up on 10 years. Wow, already? Yeah, it's it flew by. Yeah, it's funny. Wow, so we've known you probably about 12 years. Wow. Uh-huh, I can't believe it. Yeah, that's crazy. It does. It, it blew by. <laughs> I know. So, what? I don't know. Tell us a little bit about like what got you started. So, with this. Uh, getting into the trade, I actually just kind of stumbled upon it. Um, I did a lot of general contracting growing up. Uh, since I was fourteen, I was you know digging holes, demoing homes, doing everything under the sun um as far as building and through my years i just you know met a bunch of people and randomly uh one of my contractors that i worked with he told me he had a friend who needed help with his hvac company so i said never done it let's try it <laughs> oh. 
And so I jumped on board, started off as a helper. Um, next thing you know, I'm working hand in hand with Ryan and then I'm on my own jobs and we just kind of decided it was time for us to do our own thing. And next thing you know, we're 10 years into it <laughs> and here we are now. Yeah. Wow. And then when we met you, you were going to buy a house and uh, that was when your grandmom was with you. I'll never forget sitting in the office in Springfield. And um, that was probably around the first time I met you both. And um, yeah, so and you've bought a couple of houses from us. And, uh, and we call you the um, what is it? What's that phrase that we use? You're a house hacker. Yeah, that's what we call you because it's a good it's a good way to put it. Yeah, because you bought your first house, you it needed a lot of work. You've renovated the whole thing beautifully, sold it, and you did well on that. Just in like what two years, three years, two or three years. It's yeah, a, and then it was definitely a slow process. Yeah, but I mean, you did a great job, and you know, it sold pretty quickly. You got oh, yeah. next. Yeah, you got to the, now you have another house that you took. Now, let me see. Did I get do I have this right? You knocked all the all the walls down except for one so that it didn't have to be considered new construction. Right. Which, yeah, which, but, yeah, which I, just stu I stuck with the original foundation. I had to do some repairs on it. But yeah, okay. sticking with the original foundation, it was a lot easier with the, the township. Yeah. And then your taxes didn't go up quite as much, I guess, right? They did this year. Oh. <laughs> oh. They did get me this year, yep. Sorry they, to hear they, that. It, 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 was a, it was a sad day when I got that letter, but oh well, you oh. know, what are you going to do? <laughs> he finally caught up with you. Yep, yep. But I think new construction probably would have been even higher. Yeah, it definitely would have. Yeah. So, all right. So, this month is actually... Energy and weatherization month, October. So it really, it really makes sense to have you on here because, um, this is the time of the year where people should actually get their heaters checked, right? Before the cold weather sets in, because once the cold weather comes in and their heater goes because they didn't have it checked out, you're going to be busy. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, it's again, even even if you do get the maintenance, things always go wrong. However, uh, it's the little things like a loose wire, um, mm -hmm. a dirty filter. It, it, there's endless, endless things that could go wrong with a furnace. <laughs> yeah. uh, but getting the maintenance done, you're preventative maintenance. It's you could catch a leak before it gets bad. Um, you know, a drip turns into a, a faucet, essentially. And you definitely want to catch the drip before your ceiling's falling in. <laughs> exactly. So just regular maintenance, yearly maintenance, it, it can catch stuff like that. So you, you have less of a, a catastrophic failure, I would call it. Yeah, that makes sense. So, like, would you say September, October to get that done? Or yeah, so September, October is the perfect time because it's okay. it's right in that middle ground. Uh, you are turning it on for the nights during the day. You probably have it off. Um, it's not running as much, so it's it's a good time to really you know work out the bugs, catch anything early uh, before it is running constantly throughout the day. 
Uh, and again, once it does get to that colder season and it is run- that everybody's furnace is running more, uh, they just, they start to break and we get swamped. So definitely good to get it in early. Sooner the better. Definitely. And James, are you limited to certain heater systems or do nope, you do, do it all? You do it all, including uh, oil? Heating yep. systems? Okay. Okay. We don't, we don't like oil, but uh, <laughs> we do service it. And you also do hot water heaters too, right? Correct. Yep. And air conditioning, central air, all that stuff. Yeah, all of it does need to be maintenance. Um, again, as far as a furnace, it's good to have beginning of the season, September, October, okay. uh, right when you're about to turn it on, have us come out for service on the furnace. And then again, the end of the summer, or I mean the beginning of the summer, right before you turn on your AC, it's good to have us out to check that out. Again, okay. check for any leaks, make sure your refrigerant levels are good. Everything's clean in order. It, it's again, maintenance is key. Uh, yes. How often do you air oil changed in your car, you know? Right. And if you don't, you're buying a new car in five years. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny. I mentioned earlier, I am in the car business, and they always send out reminders about doing the maintenance on your car. Yep. So I guess you could say this this broadcast today is a reminder for people, including Absolutely. us. Yeah, definitely. We, we have to have you over soon to, to do it on our heating yeah. system. <laughs> Give us a call. And that's what you should do. Do you send out reminders to any of your customers? or? We do. We send out a, an email blast to all our customers. Um, just kind of a reminder, like you said. It's oh, We no. do have specials. You don't get it? No. Huh. I'll have to look into that. Maybe uh, maybe we don't have your email in our system. I don't know why you wouldn't. You might have an old email from when. That might be it. Yeah, okay. We'll have to get that fixed. Yeah, we'll square that up, definitely. Um, good. But, yeah, we send out uh, a yearly reminder, you know, fall and spring. We'll send out reminders for maintenance. And we give coupons, discounts, um, and also anybody on this podcast if you're listening if you do give us a call mention the podcast we'll give you uh 25 off your maintenance so that's that's an option um and you may want to mention your phone number your contact information yeah yeah so if you wanted to give us a call it's 484-483-6737 that's our business line you'll get Brittany. that's ryan's wife she handles all of our scheduling and any any calls that come in, any emails, you'll get you'll get Brittany. Okay. Say your phone number again. That's uh four eight four four eight three six seven three seven. Okay. That's great. And um so what types of payments do you take? Cash, obviously. Do you take credit cards, check, Venmo, yep. cash? All the options. Okay. Yep, anything that involves uh, you know. Okay. Paying us. <laughs> we'll take oh, it. Great. And just roughly, like, what would somebody pay for their gas heater to have maintenance on it? A, yeah, a- so it's, it's usually 125 for the maintenance. Um, and then with the discount, it'll only be 100 Uh okay. Also, if you did want to have other services done at the same time, there are discounts for having things done at the same time, say a duct clean or dryer vent cleaning, that's really overlooked when it comes to home maintenance. Not many people get their dryer vents cleaned. And let me tell you, I've seen some that have 
it, it was just a, a clogged pipe full through. Wow. No room for no room for any any air to escape. So oh, if you yeah. uh if your dryer isn't doing its job, it's probably a uh, clogged. Not, uh, not, not to scare anybody, but isn't that a fire hazard? Absolutely. It's yeah. it's very dangerous. Um, I know. Most most communities say like a development area with an HOA, they require it once a year and you have to send them, you know, oh, proof really? that you've had it done because, you know, homes are connected, townhomes. Mm-hmm. One fire can lead to a whole row going up. So it is dangerous. So something to think about. Well, I know someone who had a fire because the dryer, the dryer was on. They were out and she came home and the, the house had, had, you know, I don't know how bad I forget. It's a long time ago, but she said to me, don't ever leave your dryer on when you are not home. And that's a thing with me now. Like I never leave my dryer on if I'm not here. Or even if you're going to bed, like if you're going to bed, don't have the dryer on. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing, too, that that she taught me that from her experience. Um, but thank God everybody was OK. Nobody got hurt. So. Um, OK, so. Uh, let's see, what was the other thing I wanted to ask you? Um, oh, about like replacing filters. Is that something that people should be doing during the year, like every so many months, or do you just do that once a year and that's good enough? So it depends on the filter style you have. So they do have a larger filter that's about four inches wide. Um, Those ones are a once a year filter, but again, it depends on your own home. Some homes are more dusty than others. Uh, If it's old ductwork, you'll probably get a a dirtier filter more frequently, Uh, but average, is every three months you'd like you should change them out um okay. if you have the the one inch pleated filter so again it, it comes down to the home if you have a dusty home you could be changing it once a month okay but it is definitely something you want to be conscious of because a clogged filter could ruin a system wow okay mm-hmm. all right um and then oil heat i know you don't really like to do those but uh, <laughs> just talking about the oil heat you yep. did a conversion for us yes you went from oil to the gas and um you know that's something else that you guys do and i remember taking pictures or you took pictures show them to us and it was i just have to say how when you leave after you do a job, it doesn't even look like you were there because you clean up so well. Everything, it looked beautiful. I mean, as much as a heater can look beautiful, it, I remember that. That was that was amazing to me. So that yeah, was another that was thing. Definitely yeah. caught to me young. <laughs> it's not how you you get to the job; it's how you leave the job. That's so true. It is, and I mean that heater that we had that you did. For us, the conversion um, was probably it had we couldn't wait for that thing to die. It was probably 50 or more well, years old. It was from the 40s. It was the original heating system. Oh, my goodness. So every year we would hope and pray that it would, you know, go belly up on us. And it made noises and we replaced belts and like you maintained it for us and you kept it running. But we weren't we were kind of rooting against you. You know what I mean, James? 
And um and and eventually it gave up the ghost, so yeah, we were, And it blew black soot, I think, everywhere. Oh jeez, yeah. I think that's what happened. It, I they, mean this is in a rental property that we had. But, yeah, oil oil's no joke. <laughs> yeah. That stuff can get dirty fast. Yeah. So okay. okay. All right, is there anything else we missed? Like anything you want to add? Um Let's see. Well, how about how far in Just advance? Just checking this cheat sheet here. <laughs> how far in advance should people contact you to get on the schedule? Like for maintenance. Yeah, so for maintenance, we, we try to schedule out about a week. Um, as far as maintenance, it's not, you know, an emergency, so we do schedule that out. Uh, however, if you do have an emergency or you don't have heat, don't have air conditioning, we try to get there the next day. Um, it's very rare that we can get there the same day, but if it's possible, we will do it. Okay. Uh, but typically we'll be there by the next day, next business day. Um, okay. But, okay. And for those of us that have home warranties, do you still deal with the home warranty companies? We do. Um, they're sometimes a pain in the butt, but we, uh, we do deal with them if it's a, home warranty that you're going to go through typically they'll just they'll send you the check the homeowner themselves um but again however it has to work out we will work with you okay like you did with us yep like did with us. good all right well james thank you for taking time out of your we're sure yes busy day in this busy time of the season for you not a problem i love you guys you know that oh, you know <laughs> too. and let me just say quality comfort inc James Short and Ryan Serrano, give them a call at 484-483-6737, and Brittany will take care of you. She'll be the one that's going to uh, answer the answer the calls and schedule you. And um, and also, don't forget the $25 discount. If you call in and mention our podcast, they'll give you $25 off of your maintenance uh, for your heater. So that's wonderful. Yep. Can't well, go thanks for having us, guys. Thank you. All right. And yeah, we'll have to have you on again, too. Definitely. Yes. All right. Okay, Thank James. you, James. Thanks again, James. No problem. Talk to you later. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. And we have Jamie on with us, don't we? Hello. How are you? Hi, Jamie. How are you? I'm well. So let's introduce Jamie. Jamie is... Now, what is your position at uh, at the Community Action? So I am a senior project manager. Okay. And so are- I work I work alongside weatherization, um, doing some outreach, uh, managing the department from the intake to the auditors, just making sure everything is coordinating the way it should. I also work with our property management department here at Community Action, so very out in the public. Yes. Yes. So this is Community Action Agency of Delaware County and the Delaware County Home Weatherization Program. And uh, this that's a program that I've always – I have been telling people about this program for years, and I've actually – I actually tried to coordinate with a tenant – to get some weatherization because the landlord at the time was not, you know, for whatever reason, I don't remember what the situation was, but he was not taking care of things. And 
um, they really needed help. And mm-hmm. for the single mom, you know, I think, I don't know, she had four kids, five kids, but I don't know for some reason, like she didn't go through with it. I don't know why. Um, but it's, it's a lot. Um, and sometimes I, I don't, think the landlords fully understand the program Mm -hmm. um and then the tenants don't understand um their rights so um, we do need the landlord's permission obviously but it's of no cost and i don't think there's a lot of education on the program as far as the tenant landlord aspect Mm -hmm. um so i think there's some loss of communication between everybody because the landlord thinks that it's going to be a lot of trouble when honestly they don't really have to do anything but sign a paper. Wow. Yeah, that is, you know, that's a good point. Like having like even someone like us as real estate advisors, we can we can help with the landlord between the landlord and the tenant and the the program mm-hmm. and, and kind of be a buffer or kind of give the landlord and the tenant you know, some, you know, support, I guess. Yes. To speak. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because it's, it's, it is a great program. I mean, we, we printed out the flyer, which I'm going to post, um, with this, uh, with the podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put that out there because I noticed there's some really good information on it. Yes. Yes. For instance, if you are on SSI, mm-hmm. and you automatically qualify. Yes, I didn't. And honestly, that. I believe I believe it's anyone. If anyone in the household is on SSI, the household wow. qualifies. Wow. Yes. And then there's the other one, T A N F. And now I can't. Yep. Rem- and and I can't remember what's that stand for again. Um, you know, I'm not. I believe it's um. I have to double check because I'm not 100% sure what it stands for. Well, it's for families that are disadvantaged, like single moms, for example. Yes, yes. Um, financial so temporary support. assistance for needy families is what the technical term is. Um, but, yes, yeah, so it helps um, families with children and stuff like that to help them um, relieve some of their basic needs. That's great. Very good. Yeah. And, and Jamie, a little bit more about what you actually do in your level of involvement. Mm-hmm. Um, are you actually involved, say, uh, with the tenant or the, uh, uh, the landlord, or do you just do stuff in the background? Um, so a little bit of both. So um, uh, if one of our applicants is having trouble um, reaching out, sometimes they call community action and um, immediately get put through to me. So I will walk it down to the uh, program, find out where they are in the status. If they haven't um, finished their application process, I will have them come in, sit down with one of our um, intake specialists to go through the application um, because it's a lot easier to do in person. And I just kind of walk them through whatever they need. So I'm kind of in all aspects of it. So it, if somebody was to call my cell phone off the street and ask me about the program, I'm not going to say, oh, you need to call this number. I'm going to get them whatever help they need. Because me, myself, I know how frustrating it is when you call a number and you finally get through to a live person. 
only for somebody to say, hey, I just need you to call this number. So I do whatever I can to kind of help them get where they need. So if it's help with the application, um, any questions as far as landlord tenant, there's nothing that I don't help out with. So whatever level it's on, whether it's working directly with the staff or working with tenants or the households, I'm available. Well, that sounds like excellent customer service yes. in our eyes. Yes. 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 I believe in that 100 percent. Yes. So. And as far as as far as what the program offers, maybe we can educate our audience because. Yeah. I mean, from our standpoint, we're just imagining your your biggest challenge is just getting the word out about um, your programs that <laughs> and what they offer and the fact that it's free and that so many people yeah. qualify that don't even know about it. Right. Yeah. So the um the weatherization it so it's helping reduce their energy bills, making their homes more energy efficient. And that's doing things um we'll come in, we'll do an audit and we'll do a diagnostic airflow test and then so then we offer different measures to kind of make their homes efficient which could be um, weather stripping or caulking, inspecting their heater, um, seeing where they're at as far as their heater service, um, the HVA system, the attic and wall insulation, air sealing measures. They're also gonna take a look at their energy bills, see what their you know monthly, yearly energy bill is looking like so that we can reduce those costs. And really just giving them any kind of um, education we can on how they can conserve energy um, and doing those type of measures. They're going to look at like different things within the house so that they can really try and get those um, utility bills down. You, you know, this almost sounds too good to be true. Mm-hmm. If, if I, was and, a- you know, and it's it's a, it's very sad because I don't think a lot of people understand. And then there's two different things. So the utility company offers weatherization. So sometimes the utility companies will come in and they'll say you don't qualify or we can't weatherize, and they automatically think that that they can't apply for our program, or they think that if the utility company has already done weatherization on their house. They can't qualify for our program. So we can't if, you know, if you were turned down by the utility company, definitely still apply um, because we still might be able to help you. And if you've had service with the utility company, weatherization measures, our measures go way more in detail than the utility company. So we might be able to do extra measures that the utility may not have to get you at your top level of energy conservation. Well, you sound like you're very passionate about this. Yes. And, and frankly, we think they're lucky to have you. And, <laughs> Thank you. Um, and we're lucky to have you on the broadcast with us today. Yes. Yeah, I'm happy it's to be here. here. Yeah, it's the, yeah, because October is uh, is energy and weatherization month. Yes, yes it is. Yep. Yeah, so it's the perfect time to have you on and James, our yes. guest. Um, so, okay, so qualifying, I see that there's some income limits depending on there, the family size. There is. So um, there's definitely a few things that automatically qualifies you. We went over the SSI. If anybody in the household receives SSI, the TAMF, if you have applied for or received LIHEAP, um, or if you are a on HUD, if you're a Section 8, 
um, you automatically, those are just automatic qualifiers. And then it also does go by income levels. So a lot of people get discouraged because they think I didn't qualify for Medicaid or I didn't qualify for state assistance. I'm not going to qualify for the weatherization. But so are the differences where usually state programs go to 150 percent of the federal uh, poverty guidelines. We are 200 percent. So we allow you to make a little bit more income wise to qualify for this program. So we have a little bit of a higher threshold and it goes by your family size. So if you're a mother with three kids, you have a family size of four. So um, and then our staff will definitely go above and beyond to walk everybody through this. Sure. Nice. OK. Sure. I so, guess. Oh, go ahead. I just want to ask a follow up question on that mm -hmm. um, for our listeners. I mean, where would they find this information? So I'm working on getting our um, our actual community action website um on board updating all of this um i believe we've got a few measures on there but we're trying to tweak things just to really make it super easy for people to look it up and get all the information we are reaching out to state representatives so that we can get the word out there um, we have flyers everywhere in our office we're partnering with other community or uh, other partnerships throughout Delaware County and the other counties that we serve just to really get the name out there mm -hmm. um, are you know we're not above as far as you know if you need somebody to come out we'll see if we can send somebody out to the house to help you go through the application process or come in oh. um, if it's I know some people since COVID are a little leery about um, going out or having people come in so we, we can do things electronically um, as far as receiving, you know, any of their pay stubs or um, documents that they need to complete the application. We can do electronic signatures. So we are really trying to make it as easy as possible for people to sign up for the weatherization program. And they can come into our office. They can go. Um, we have a phone number. We have a website. Um, and I believe you can download the application online. But I'm working to get that to where you can fill it out online. Oh, nice. Yes. OK, so um, if they wanted to call today. Is why don't you say the, the phone number where they would call and. Yeah. And is there somebody specific or department that they need to ask for or they just call that number and that's it? So it's this is a dedicated weatherization line. Um, however, if somebody was to Google Community Action Agency of Delaware County, um, they can call that number as well and just ask for the weather department. But we do have a dedicated line straight for weatherization and anyone that answers the phone can help. Um, the number is 610. Five two one eight seven seven zero. Okay, great. Okay, maybe one more time, Jamie. Yep, absolutely. It is six one zero five two one eight seven seven zero. Great. And the website for Community Action. Do you have that as well? I do. It is. One second. So Community Action Agency, uh, it is, oh, 
All right. So that is www.caadc.org. Okay, great. And through there, they can get through to the weatherization. There's, I guess, a tab for that. Um, so, yes, there is a tab for the weatherization um, under services. Um, if you go to services and then you go to energy services, it gives you everything about our weatherization assistance program. Wonderful. Okay, great. And is there a cap or limit on how much money or how much work uh, they'll do? There is no cap. Um, I've had um, invoices come in for services that are a couple hundred dollars. And I have invoices ranging to 20,000. Wow. Um, we do have, um, the state does try to have an average job cost, um, around 8,000. But if somebody has measures that are, you know, going to cost a lot of money, we're not going to turn them away. Mm -hmm. Um, and if they only have a couple hundred dollars worth of services, we're not, they're, they're not any less important. Okay. Right. That's great. Hey, hey, Jamie. I, I can't shake this picture that I have in my mind of walking into someone's, let's say it was a house rental or maybe not even a rental. And you see the plastic on the windows that you buy at Home Depot and you tape on there in the wintertime. Mm -hmm. And then you see the plastic moving back and forth because there's so much wind coming in the seams of the windows and so forth. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I'm sure you, I'm sure you've seen that, uh, happen. Um, mm -hmm. but, but with that in mind, if I was that person and I called you today and what would be the turnaround time, let's say from the moment I called to someone coming out to visit the application and the, the work getting done? So it really depends on the applicant as far as the beginning aspect. So if we um, get everything that we need as far as so we do have to have the proof of income. Um, so if you have SSI or any one of those automatic qualifying um, agents, we would need your letter, your benefit letter or a letter stating that you qualify for that program. Or if we're qualifying you on your income, we would need pay stubs or bank statements just to verify that information. And then we would go through the application, get our signatures. If that comes quickly if the sooner we can get that application 100% completed um it really depends on scheduling usually um in about a couple of weeks our auditor we're doing um a pre-audit to come out and they'll just come and do like a about an hour um audit that will just go over the house just to make sure that the house can be weatherized because uh, there are certain aspects, um, like if there's a moisture issue or a serious health condition that the house um, has, those problems need to be remedied first before we can weatherize. So they'll go, go on a deferral program. And then um, a lot of the counties have actual assistance that can assist with that. Or sometimes homeowners or rentals can reach out to either landlord or they can do the work themselves as far as if it's just a a basic leak or something like that and fixing that. Um, once we go through that pre-audit and determine whether the house can be weatherized or not, then we do the full-on energy audit. Um, that's usually um, about um, a two to four hour process where they come in, fully inspect the house. Um, and then usually about a couple weeks later, 
um, you have uh, the subcontractors that are dispatched out. Yeah. So um, the process usually within about um, two to three months, you have um, the contractors out doing the work. Um, and I want to say usually in about five or six months, they're wrapping up with the final audit, making sure all the measures were in place that the energy um, has severely decreased, or I mean, the usage has decreased and they were able to, um, they're looking for a certain number to get below that the house has been fully measured, that it's at, it's at most efficient running. Okay. Right. So I'm guessing, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, the best time to start the process would be in the winter time, like Anytime. 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 Okay, there cool. is there is no deadline to apply. Weatherization is all year round. Good. So okay. they can apply in the summer, the winter, fall, spring. We are here every Monday through Friday. They can apply any day. Okay. All year round. The sooner the better. I guess yeah. Yep. I guess if you have a situation where you're you know your house is not energy efficient. You're going to want to get that taken care of as soon as possible. As soon as possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I see on this brochure that it says that you do window and door repair or replacement as well. We do. So, um, the state, um, normally unless the windows or doors are falling apart, mm -hmm. they normally try to do more repair. Okay. Um, and uh, caulking, but if they are um, fully like broken down, they absolutely need to be replaced. That is something that they will do. Okay. And attic insulation, I see that on there as well. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really good. We had that done at our house years ago. Well, actually, no, you did it, right? Yeah. Rich, Rich did our attic. We just have a crawl space, and mm -hmm. he put that blow-in insulation in. What a huge difference that made in the summer yes. and in the winter. It really does. It really does. We were really surprised. We were very surprised because our room was probably, our bedroom was probably 10 degrees cooler in the summertime mm -hmm. just by adding the insulation. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Huge difference. So that is very important. And that can get expensive to do something like that. Yes. Yes, it can. Mm-hmm. Well, Great. So I have one other question. Um, sure. Do you, I guess the program has its own contractors? We do. We do have our own contractors um, that we disperse um, because our, our contractors have to go through a special training with the state. Okay. So they have to get trained and then they there's other requirements like we require them to be fully insured. And they have to provide all of that proof of insurance um, just to make sure we are sending qualified contractors out to do this work. Sure. Yes. That's wonderful. This is such a great mm -hmm. program. We're going to be posting this and letting people, you know, continually know about this. Um, and, uh, yeah, I hope a lot of people can take advantage of it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, so if you if let's give out your information one more time for our <laughs> listeners, because Absolutely. I'm sure there's going to be a number of people they're hearing this for the very first time, and um, hopefully. So, and and we're talking to Jamie from 
the uh, Community Action Agency of Delaware County, and she's also involved with the, the Home Weatherization Program through Delaware County. There's also, this program is also in other counties, I see on the flyer. It's also in mm-hmm. Chester County, Lancaster County, and Lebanon counties, County. And Montgomery. And so Montgomery. weatherization, the program is through the whole state of Pennsylvania, but our um, agency directly handles the weatherization program for Delaware County, Chester, Lancaster, oh. Lebanon, and Montgomery County. Okay. That's great mm-hmm. to know. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Um, okay. Is there anything that we missed? Anything you want to add? Uh, just to add, as far as the rental, so um, it's open to renters and homeowners. Um, it gets a little bit more complicated when it's a multi-family dwelling. So if it's a unit of um, two or more, there there's a little extra step that we have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but the uh, weatherization department intake will walk you guys through that, and we'll sometimes we'll reach out directly to the landlords to bridge that gap. Okay. Now, what if somebody is living in a multifamily, like they they own the multifamily and they live in one of the units? Does that qualify as well? Um. So let me see. So if there's two, if there's two units, I believe. Um, just one has to qualify. So if the owner doesn't qualify, but the tenant does, then I believe um, they are, the building is eligible for service. Wow. Okay. Great. Wow. That's great. They've really thought of everything. They did. Yes. Okay. Well, we need to get this information out to a lot of people. Um, Yeah. I really, really like this program. We do. We're, We're like your biggest fans. (laughs) Well, thank you. I actually went to school. Tom was a little bit ahead of me grade wise um, that he Tom Heckman um, was. Yeah. Yeah. He he went to I we went to the same high school together. Yeah. Tom was telling me all about you guys. He said I definitely needed to do this podcast that I would enjoy myself. And I definitely have. Oh, my gosh. And there's another guy. I don't know if I'm allowed to mention his name or not. I'll just say his first name, Stephen. We've known each other since we were kids because his cousin is one of my best friends that I grew up with. We've known each other since we were born. So, yes, yes. yeah, it's really funny. But, um, yes. yeah, so I'm so glad to have had you on. And thank you so much for being on with us and taking the yes, time. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, hopefully you'll see uh, a shoot up in your applications. <laughs> Yes, definitely. That would be great. That would be great. We'll, we'll have to hook James and Quality Comfort up with you yes, guys. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we we are always looking for new contractors to service the area. So definitely. Yeah, he's great. excellent. I mean, we don't we only recommend people that either we've used ourselves or that someone that we know well has used them, um, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and when we like James, it, it all, it's almost like he's like our, our kid, you know, because like we just have so much confidence in him. He is, he is just like the best. And, yeah. That's good though. Yeah. And I would highly recommend, I would have no problem recommending him to a program like this, knowing that he'll do an excellent job. So, well, but, thank um, you guys. 
Yes, thank you so much. And, thank you, uh, Jamie. Yeah, maybe we'll have you on again in the <laughs> spring and uh, and see how things went. And yeah, get, absolutely. Get word out we have again. other programs. We have the AC cooling program. What's oh. that? Yeah, sounds great. You have an AC we have program? an AC cooling program. So we do. Yeah. So during oh. the summer, we have a an AC portion of that to help and that. So uh, oh. maybe if, come springtime, we can give some yeah. more information, get that out to everybody. So what what time of the year do you think we should do that in like March? I would say, yeah, definitely March. OK, we will be in touch then and and hopefully get you in on March. All right. Sounds great. Yeah. Thank you. Right. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us today on Small Talk with Rich and Lisa. And a big thanks to our guests, James Short from Quality Comfort out of Aston, PA, and Jamie Graham from Community Action Agency of Delaware County. Be sure to join us in our future podcast. And please remember to spread the word. Post it, email it, and talk about it. If you have a service or a product to sell, spread the word about our podcast for a free mention. It's free now, so ask us how. Our next scheduled podcast will be live on November 8th at 2 p.m., so be sure to join us then. And we want to leave you with this small thought. Be slow to speak. And quick to listen. God bless.